With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Picks Populi Radio. The radio home for Picks Populi, the most unique football picks game in the world. Think you have the skills to match wits with our pigskin prognosticators? Join us at PicksPopuliSports.com and get in the game. Now... From the Picks Populi Studios, it's Tim Wood and the coach, Russell Holly. Welcome to Picks Populi Radio. I am your host, Tim Wood, the founder of Picks Populi Radio, here with the two time winner, longtime football coach, and uh, a good <laughs> a good first week of the playoffs for you, Russell Holly. Yeah, yeah, I, I was uh, watching the games and uh, kind of all, uh, watching the scores and and I thought to myself, hey, I'm in pretty good shape. I just don't know. You never know who you're playing, so uh, how, how they're doing. So I had to do a little cross-references on the uh, bracket stuff that you sent. So we are, we are in the playoffs uh, of Picks Populi at this point. Uh, started with 64 players last week in a double elimination head-to-head tournament. We pick the football games, we pick the winners, we pick the margin of victory, and you score points according to how close you get to the actual winner and margin of victory. So, you know, we compare ourselves against Vegas quite often, obviously. We work with the folks at 54percent.com, the most honest and straightforward picks, prognosticators, on the web, and, um, you know, days like December 27th don't come along very often. <laughs> I'm just glad I had a lead. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and, and you, you got a, you got lucky, my friend, you got a buy, because, because your first round opponent did, decided not to turn in picks, he was too scared of you. Hey. Uh, Hey, reputation preceded me. Exactly, exactly, and, and that you know you you were you were you were going anyway. But um, yesterday, or, or let's say the twenty seventh, for when whenever y- y'all are listening to the show, it's one of those days that absolutely ruined brackets and ruined head to head matchups. So many people, so many players that were ahead yesterday, going into yesterday. Uh, ended up out of the tournament and just fell hard. We had two of our top 10 seeds fall yesterday, including my wife. <laughs> the number five seed, Debbie Wood. I saw that. That, she is, she is, a, she, she is a trooper and she took it very well, but, uh, you know, to put in all that effort during the regular season. That's how the playoffs go, my friends. That's how the playoffs go. You put she she uh she was very consistent during the regular season. Uh 
pretty almost won one of the weeks and ended up ended up the fifth seed. She, much like Dave Adams, the wow. 2007 picks champion, uh, f- longtime football coach, he had a double digit lead going into yesterday, and uh, Debbie and and Dave both missed four of the five picks yesterday. And it completely turned around the standings for so many of our players. So let me just give you a little. Let me give you a little, uh, little background here, 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 Russell. Underdogs went four and zero against the spread yesterday, and are sixteen and five against the spread overall. Wow. Now we don't pick against the spread, but when the underdogs are against the spread that's bad things for for folks that are that are 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 picking uh not 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 so much favorites but pick picking who who they who really should win the game uh a lot of a lot of disaster there i mean a lot of disaster in general so far in 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 week one in in, uh in in this bowl season coach yeah i mean you, you look at it, and that's how people who are just kind of learning the game or people who, oh, I like their uniforms, <laughs> pick teams. It, it, I'm, not, I'm not discounting people, but sometimes when you uh, do your research and you go with the favorite and you go with who you think is going to win as far as the, the way a person, like you said, the team that should win, um, and then somebody else comes in and goes, oh, I like their mascot. I'm going to pick them. That's how those people end up winning um, around. March Mad. That's how the March Madness gets won quite often. It's just picking the mascots. Yep. You know, it, it sometimes can be uh, paralysis by analysis. And, uh, I, you know, I don't think that was the case with, with, with anybody here. But, boy, I'll tell you, between the, between the NFL uh, this past week, and the bowl week, it was just an absolute disaster in terms of the overall uh, the overall picks nation here. It was yep. uh, it was crazy in terms of I mean, you know, I I put the picks uh, when I'm tracking picks. I we do a picks confidence meter for uh, when we do the the picks for Forbes smart, smart, uh, sports money. And the confidence meter is essentially how many points, um, the crowd is picking by. So if, mm-hmm. if, if the crowd has picked, for instance, if the crowd has picked Washington state, the confidence meter measures the total amount of points that, that, Washington State's being picked by minus the amount of points that that Minnesota was picked by, for instance, and yes. the confidence meter for for Washington State was three thirty nine. The confidence meter for Boise State three fifty six. Yep. For Middle Tennessee three thirty one. For uh, who played Jacksonville? Oh uh, man, I'm blanking now. Jackson, who played? Uh, who played the Jaguars? 
Um, I'm blanking too. Um, Titans. Titans, exact. So confidence meter for the Titans, 409. Jeez. Confidence meter for the Chargers, 421. Confidence meter for the Seahawks, 503. All of them red. All of them lost. (laughs) All of them red on my chart. Uh, A week like... We haven't seen since since the first couple weeks of the season in terms of picks, and it came at a wrong time for for half of our field, as uh, we are down to the top thirty two players in our field. Coach, you are one of them. Yes. Congratulations! You are in the Thank you. you are in the winners bracket, Sweet Sixteen. Yep. As am I. I am in the winners bracket, Sweet Sixteen. My wins were far less impressive. Uh, but in a head-to-head matchup, you you know you're only facing that person, and I I benefited from uh, a couple of players who who were not quite uh, as as good as as myself, or, or just a little a uh, little more bad than my picks. So, yeah, I got a tough road. I tell you, I look at the you know I'm I'm playing a hot picker this week and. If I should I lose, I gotta go and, and face Rob Gillender. I don't want to mess with that guy. That guy's always tough. That guy's always pull something out. So you want to get a sense of just how how these things play out. My dad, Barry Wood, he is still alive through to week two of the picks where everything resets. He had minus six for the week. <laughs> And, and and he got through because uh, he had a decent college score where the where the Bulls matchup was, and then his loser bracket matchup had minus twelve. So <laughs> he's through with minus six. Uh, a, f- a few other players are are through uh, are not through with with far many points, but that's that's how it works with the head to head matchups and. We have our final 32 players, and Coach, we have 36 total games to get to here. A, a uh, huge geez. week that where we are. We are setting the gauntlet for the remaining players here to to uh, to earn their keep and earn their trophy as picks popular champion. Yeah, this is the week. If you survive this week, you. Things kind of uh, go back to a more stable environment after this week because right now you got bowl teams that don't want to play uh, anymore. You got NFL teams that are resting people. So if you survive this week, you 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 can uh, you can get back to some real you know because the playoffs playoffs are different and uh, you know so that's that's so, you know the NFL playoffs. It's a good way to put it in terms of just it, things get back to stable because we go from making 36 picks this week. If you survive this week, then we're making, I think we're making a total of, we're picking a total of um, five games next week. So, yeah. so plus, plus you, you're doing some other stuff with it, some uh, yardage yeah, Yardage yeah. and yeah, but uh, winner's bracket. Only has to win totals now, so that just this goes on the total total of their thirty six games, and uh, we should get to those thirty six games, Coach. I'm ready. 
Let's All do right, it. let's take a quick break and we will get right into the bowl season action. Our picks after the break here on Picks Populi Radio. Tim Wood, Russell Holly, back with you on Picks Populi Radio. All right, coach, it is bowl season week three of the bowl season where things get uh, the the real teams come to play in 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 the third week. We're getting into the college football playoff picks this week, which finally we we get some some bowl games that that means something other than pride. So. Let's get yep. into it, Coach. Let's the do it. New Era Pinstripe Bowl, number twenty-three, Pittsburgh, eight and four versus Northwestern, six and six. They're playing at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Pittsburgh, a four and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? Um, I like Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh can win. I think I think it'll I think it'll be a really uh, nail biter. Northwestern's playing pretty well. Uh, down the stretch here and their losses are to some legitimate teams but uh, the one thing that worries me about Pittsburgh is this layoff because their their offense was really rolling and um, I think Pitt's gonna win I think it's gonna only be by two points so I think this will be a high scoring game my goodness Pitt won their final two games they scored a total of 132 points in those games coach that's the, they got the number three offense in, in uh, FBS. 76-61 over Syracuse, 56-14 over Duke. The one thing about Northwestern, okay, Northwestern, uh, I, I look at the, the, the quality of the losses, as you said. Yep, yep. 24-20 at Ohio State. Yep. They they pretty much set the blueprint, even though they couldn't get it done. They set the blueprint on how to attack Ohio State. Yep, and we said that. Yep. We said that after that game. Yep, and uh, twenty-one to seven versus uh, versus versus Wisconsin played them tough. You're taking Pitt. You said you're taking Pitt by two. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a high school game. I just don't think Northwestern could score enough points to win. I think I think that uh, Pitt will end up winning. At yeah, at the end of the day, you've got to stop this this offense, and and nobody seems to know how to limit this team. To you know, last five games of the season, the lowest they've scored is twenty eight points, losing to Miami. Now, you limit them to twenty eight. You gotta you gotta score more than twenty eight, and yep. and you know Northwestern can do that. They did that against uh, they did that last game of the season against Illinois, forty two twenty one. They did it against Purdue. I'm taking I'm taking Northwestern here. Okay, I, I'm gonna take Northwestern by three. I think they're they're a little, you know, you you are what your record says you are, but I do think they they're they're ready and they will come out tough against Pitt. They're, they both know how to play in 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 cold weather in in uh, in the Bronx, so mm-hmm. should be an interesting game. I'll take them by th- I'll take the Wildcats by three. Got the Panthers by two. All right. Okay. So next game on our schedule this week, the Russell Athletic Bowl, number sixteen, West Virginia, 
10 and 2 against 8 and 4 Miami. In Orlando, Miami a two and a half point favorite. What say you here? This is a Jekyll and this is Jekyll and Hyde game. I I, I don't like West Virginia. Uh, they I couldn't pick them this year. I couldn't put my finger on them. Every time I thought they were good, they were bad. Every time I thought they were bad, they were good. So I I I, I hate this game. Uh, <laughs> look at uh, Miami though. Uh, when I talk about Jekyll and Hyde, you know they won four, then they lost four, then they won four again. I mean, they were four and four. They were four and zero. Oh, they were, you know, now, now they're sitting at eight and four. Um, Mark Rick can recruit. So, uh, if honestly, I think if you're going to beat Miami, you better go ahead and beat them this year because he can recruit. He he did that at Georgia. Look at all the guys in the NFL, and um, the ACC has been looking pretty good in the bowl games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Miami by three. You know. I look at that situation and I say, is, uh, are they wanting Rick back in, in, in Georgia? But I feel like that's a situation where both sides needed a change of scenery. And Georgia yep. might have got the short-term, uh, short end of the stick in terms of that, that change of scenery. But, yep. uh, I mean, did you feel like you had to go at that point, Coach? I, I think everybody was calling for him to go, you know, as far as the boosters and everything. And uh, I, I I think it was time to go, but I think it goes back to what we said about Andy Reid last week with Philly and, and you know, and going to Kansas City. You know, if they had let maybe uh, do a Urban Meyer and take a little sabbatical for a little bit, I think they both could have came back and, and been productive, you know. Let, let, let them look at what the uh, grass looks like on the other side and uh, be careful what you wish for, you know. Now, West Virginia, we're talking about Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, West Virginia beat the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde team, Baylor. Yes. <laughs> who, who looked unstoppable for a lot of a lot. They of looked like the 6-0 Baylor. They really did. It was crazy. <laughs> Miami, uh, you, we talk about uh, – Stopping Pittsburgh, Miami took them down 51-28 in this yep. four-game streak to end the season. A lot of weapons. Miami's got a lot of weapons. Uh, yep. And, you know, I think this is going to be a, a close a close game. Mm-hmm. But I I am going to go with Miami as well. Again, I I just can't I can't do it. I can't do it with West Virginia. I've I'm off. I, off I hate that. I yeah. hate I hate them. I hate them. I just hate them. They're going to win because I didn't pick them. Yeah, I, no, mean, I, I agree. I agree. I just I I I hope they lose. I just hope they lose. So so I can at least say I got them right once. I'm going to take Miami by six here. So okay, we are on the same side of that, and. Uh, I, I, again, it's like, boy, on paper, Miami should win this game. Uh, and, and Vegas says so. Uh, the, the records, you know, in terms of 10-2 in, in and two in West Virginia, uh, Miami's played a, a tougher schedule, in my opinion. So. Oh, yeah, no doubt. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Foster Farms Bowl in Santa Clara, Indiana, 6-6. Six and six. Versus number nineteen Utah eight and four, Utah five and a half point favorite here. 
boy, I'll tell you, Indiana is one of these teams. I've said it all year, Coach. Indiana is is one of these teams that just boy, they have been playing every one of those uh, Big Ten teams tough, and uh, they got enough wins to get a, to, to get into a bowl. They they lost a bunch of those games. A couple breaks go their way, they could easily easily be ten and two. Yeah, I'm not going to waste your time on this game. Utah by fourteen. <laughs> You're just not buying it on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, not buying, buying it on it. Indiana. No, no. That I just no. You know, I, they they've got narrow wins against Purdue and Rutgers. I I just I can't even put them in the same ballpark with Utah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I do like I do like Richard Legault, but I will I will the quarterback for Indiana, but I will uh, I will stick with the favorites here. I will go Utah by seven. Uh, I, I do think Indiana will stay in the game, but much as they did the whole season, they'll stay in the game, end up losing late. So both on Utah there. I, I didn't want to waste time on that one. I'm sorry. Nope. All good. The Texas Bowl, the Advocare V100 Texas Bowl in Houston. Texas A&M, 8-4 and versus Kansas State, 8-4. Texas A&M, a 2.5-point favorite here. Well, Trevor Knight. And the Aggies get it done here. I think so. I, I, I you know, I, I studied Kansas State a little bit, and I wanted to give them more respect in this game. But uh, even though Texas A&M has lost three or four, uh, honestly, if he were to lose this game, Kevin Summerlin, he, he might, they, they might have some, some grumblings here. It might be a Mark Rick situation going into next season. Well, I mean, they've, uh, they've had some rumblings already, Coach. There's, there's, yeah. you know. Oh, I know. I'm talking about the volume being turned up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about just a little stirring of. You're talking uh, about, you're talking about legit. Let's, let's go, let's go find somebody on the open market here. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, I think it could really turn up because I mean, he would, they would have lost four or five after being the darlings of, you know, at the beginning of the season, and uh, that, and that would, that, that bodes well with the way their teams uh, continue to to kind of fester. It's kind of like the Lou Holtz thing. You know, when Lou was at South Carolina, you know, they won all these games early. Uh, and then as they move towards the end of the season, you know, they that what they used to call the orange crush part of their season, they would lose four or five at the end of the season. And, and when it finally was over, you know, Lou was kind of forced out, you know. So I, I think I think that could be the same with Kevin Summerlin in the situation, but I think A and M is going to win by four. Les Miles sitting out there, yeah. Just saying, recruits yeah. well, recruits well in Texas. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. by the way, by by the way, just just in terms of the coaching carousel, are you surprised at how all this has played out? Are you surprised? Miles is 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 left out. I am, I am simply because he can recruit. Yeah, I mean, you know, as quirky as he is, you know, as he is on certain things. But hey, you know what? His fake field goals and some of that stuff that that, that sells some tickets. People love that when it works. But when some of that, you know, when you when you roll the dice and it doesn't work, you know. It, it comes back to bite you, but when it does work, that's why they ended up winning big, and that's why you know they they were the ultimate champion at one point in time with less. 
He so. would be the perfect replacement for Lee Corso when Lee when Lee is ready to to, to be done. But uh, I I don't I don't think Miles is ready to be done coaching. No, no. Well, we said it about John Gruden. You know, I I, I never thought Gruden would stay in the booth as, as long as he has. I. I I thought for sure he would have been out, but um, you get a it, taste of that easy life and that easy money, and and uh, boy, yeah, and, and just breaking down the film instead of yep. uh, instead of having to execute the film, <laughs> you yep. know, yep. it's uh, it's that's tough to walk away from. When, yeah, you're when right. You get a taste of it, and that's that's why I, I feel like when when Miles finally goes into broadcasting, he he won't leave. He's done. He yeah, will be. I, he will be the next Corso on, on the set. Whether he has to spend a couple years on the SEC network or not is 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 the uh, is the uh, only only difference here. I don't. Boy, I, I gotta believe there's gonna be a couple of uh, a couple more uh, exits here that that Miles yeah. and and not a Florida Atlantic situation. C- couple no. c- couple of big name schools are going to surprise us after the bowl. I I'm, I'm surprised Lane Kiffin went there. I really am. <laughs> Me too. I mean I am surprised. It's it's, but, it's uh, like he's a a JUCO rehab. He needs a he needs a rehab of his of his coaching resume because I do know. like Charlie Strong at South Florida though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good kickstart restart for him. Uh and uh you know you look at uh, McElwain at Florida. He is looking over his shoulder now. I mean, you got, you got. I mean, he he is as far as head coaches go in the state. He's down to like four or five now, <laughs> as far as um, you know, uh, just personality wise. When you, you you look at the other teams, other schools. Good segue there, Coach. The Birmingham Bowl, South Florida. Who, who, did, who did you go with? A and M. I am go. Oh yeah. I, I got to make a pick there. Yeah, go ahead. I right. am going with. Uh, I mean, I've got to go with. Got to go with A and M. As much as I, you know, I just like the consistency of Kansas State. But I think the weapons went out here, and and Trevor Knight and Travian Williams. I think the weapons went out here, yeah. and uh, I, I will take Texas A and M by four. Me too. Hey, right, there you go. There you go. I like it. All right. All right. South Florida, ten and two. South Carolina, six and six. The Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama. South Florida, a ten point favorite here. South Florida with all the weapons. South Carolina, lucky to be in a bowl. I hate to put it that way, Coach. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, you know uh, my Gamecocks are up and coming. You know they got a lot of young guys. I I, I think I told you the other day they had uh, forty eight. Offensive scholarship players, and uh, forty-four of those are freshmen or sophomores. So you know, I I I look for the Gamecocks to be much better uh, down the road. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to pick. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing for money here. <laughs> I'm playing in a, in a in a playoff situation. So I am going to go with South Florida by ten. But I tell you, the line. What I see is narrowing. I I could probably see it an eight point game, but eight, seven to eight. But I think South Florida by ten. Uh, the Gamecocks are happy to be in Birmingham, though. I tell you, they're happy to play. Um, and and this could be a trap for South Florida with Taggart leaving for Oregon, and um, you know this could be a trap. 
another situation where uh, where the underdogs against the spread here. I'm I'm going under the spread. I'm going I'm going South Florida by by seven. Uh, so you know that's a good I, pick. The it, it's gonna a lot of these games are gonna. I I, I see the underdogs. I I just I see the underdogs continuing to to wreak havoc on our. Uh, on our on our leaderboard here coach but- yeah and you know and you know a lot of this could be a game too where where we're picking because we have done the analysis and all of our friends in bluffton and all of our friends uh in south carolina um, are picking with their with their hearts. are picking with their hearts and picking south carolina this could be a game that we lose some points on because south carolina could win this game because of the sec defense and the sec speed and and overall team speed, even though South Florida has the weapons, they haven't seen that uh, overall physicality and speed that uh, combination that an SEC team can bring. I mean, you know, the Gamecocks are playing with three and four star recruits, where the South Florida is playing with two and three star recruits playing over their heads right now. I mean, so when like you said, the SEC, the SEC schedule. Uh, even though you're six and six, just being up against that competition, um, that's that that's some good experience for the Gamecocks coming and, into this game. Yep, and that time off to rest too. Yes, because you know the grind of the SEC schedule um, can show, especially on young teams, and that will be the Gamecocks, a very young team. Although they've had time to be off and now practice, um, some of those guys that are freshmen are now considered sophomores. You know. All right. So, so we both uh, we both want to pick the Gamecocks, but can't do it. Correct. All right. Belk Bowl. Arkansas seven and five versus number twenty two Virginia Tech nine and four in Charlotte. Virginia Tech a seven point favorite. Where are you going? I, I, I don't think it's going to be that big. I think, again, I think the SEC uh, strength and uh, speed, although Vautech gets, you know, the same kind of recruits that, that Arkansas gets. Um, you know, Arkansas had to play in the West. You know, they had to play uh, Alabama and Auburn. And, and uh, you know, those teams, Texas A&M. And so I'm going to go with Vautech by three, but I think it'll be a, a very entertaining game. And uh, I think the people in Charlotte will will um, enjoy this game. That uh, that fifty six to three game just sticks in my craw against, sure. against Auburn. I mean, how how do you how do if if you want to keep your job, how do you lose fifty six to three to yeah. Auburn? But then you turn around and be Florida next week. Yeah, it's, it's just it's bizarre. It's beat bizarre. Florida, and then you get blown out by LSU, and then you turn around and blow out Mississippi State. So, uh, you know, and then they lost to Missouri to end the season. So, and Missouri was really bad. But, you know, I, I can't pick Arkansas, although they have been the classic. If you look up and down their schedule, they, uh, other than those games at the beginning of the year, since the A&M game, they've lost one, won one, lost one, won one. So they seem to regroup after a, a bad game, but I just um, again though, Arkansas could you know the healthy could get healthy here 
having some time off. But Virginia Tech still has enough weapons, I think, to get the job done. Virginia Tech nearly uh, upset the apple cart of the college football playoffs against against Clemson. Uh, they played them solid. And, yes. And I, I like that to keep going here. I like Virginia Tech by – I'm going to go Virginia Tech by 10 here. Oh, Nice. Yeah, I'm, I uh, I feel I feel like uh, they've got the talent, they've got the better talent, they've got the momentum working for them. So, uh, you know, I just again, I, I I hate Arkansas this year. I really sure. do. I hate I hate the I hate what they've done to us. Yep. It, it feels personal, Coach. Hey. <laughs> it feels personal. Hey, it's funny that you're saying that because we're the next game is a personal pick too. Oh no! You know, moving to the next game. Oh I, no! I, I hate this game. The Valero Alamo Bowl, number twelve, Oklahoma State, nine and three. Our 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 nemesis. Yes. Versus number ten, Colorado, ten and three. Another team that really hasn't helped us much. Colorado- well, I, I I was pretty good with Colorado. I, I I picked them at the right times. I picked them, you know, when they. Uh, the Washington State game, Colorado. I've had a good beat on Oklahoma State. Screw them! I, I, I can't, <laughs> can't. No, this is you know old Big Eight rivalry game. This is uh, this is back. You know, a classic. You know these games. Uh, they used to play. Uh, they used to be in each other's media guide. You know these two teams, and um, I, I think Colorado. I'm not going to pick Oklahoma State because I can't stand them. Because I can't get them, so I'm gonna. My heart tells me to, to go with Colorado by four. Colorado by four. Vegas likes Colorado by three. Ugh, this this is a tough one. This it is, is tough. This is a tough one. It's personal for me. I'm just not gonna pick Oklahoma State. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just take the knife in the gut one more time here, because you know. I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm a glutton, I guess. I'm a glutton. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State by four here. I, I like the matchup. Uh, I just, oh boy, come on, Mike Gundy. Can can you just can 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 you leave me? A, can you stop bullying me, please? Just 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 throw me a bone here. Get your team ready. Get 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 your team motivated for the Alamo Bowl. Uh, I think they. I think you know they'll. I think they'll travel well here. Um, they, 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 they may not want to be here, but they want to be here in terms of redemption. So got a shot to end the year in, in, in in the top 10. Yeah. I'll go Oklahoma state one more time with the, with the knife in the, in the gut. I'll take them Oklahoma state by four. So yeah, them, them in West Virginia, Oklahoma state, West Virginia, probably going to knock me into losers bracket because I just can't pick either one of them. Uh huh. <clears throat> this whole bowl season, man, I'll tell you, it's, it's you just you, you you can't figure on how the teams are going to show up. It is the absolute wild card. It's the absolute um, destroyer of picks here in terms of it's, how, it's, how the teams are motivated. You know what? It's like trying to pick a baseball game in a reg, in the regular season. You know, because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, if you the matchups just don't work, but then teams win, you know? It's like you got your ace pitcher going against, got your number one starter going against somebody's fifth starter or somebody they brought up from AAA, and you're like, oh, man, this is sure money. I'm going with, with you know, 
I'm going with Cole Hamels against, you know, John Jay or James Will- Williams, who just came up from AAA, and uh, the, the AAA pitcher shuts him out for six innings and wins, you know. Or Gary Sanchez comes up and hits four home runs. I, I, yep. That's just, you know, it's – Yeah, it's, and, then, and, then, and then he goes right back to the minor leagues the next day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just can't – these bowl games are just so – you never know who's motivated. You never know who got healthy. Uh, and then you got to look at the matchups. Sometimes people just can't stop people because they're just not used to the physical play. Or the speed. Yep, or the speed. So now we're getting into we're getting closer to, to New Year's Day here, Coach. The Friday games, number eighteen Stanford nine and three versus number uh, eight and four North Carolina. The Hyundai Sun Bowl in El Paso. Stanford a two and a half point favorite. Mitch Trubisky is he uh, is he going to show as a as a uh, legitimate NFL quarterback prospect here? No. Stanford by seven. I, I don't. I don't want to waste without, our list. Even without McCaffrey, huh? Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to waste our time for for our listeners. I, I North Carolina is just eight and four. You are not who you say you are. They just, you know, they they should be like six and six. They're a six and six team. Very disappointing season at a time where they they thought they had a Heisman candidate. They thought they had. Uh, they thought they might have had a path to the playoff. Instead, they are in the Hyundai Sun Bowl, and you are picking against them, even though Stanford is without their star running back. Yep, I'm picking against them, and, I, and I'm, I'm picking Stanford by seven. I'm just not. I'm not even gonna. I just. I can't do it. I don't. I don't like North Carolina, even though the ACC is is proving me wrong on certain games in the in the bowl games. Uh, I'm still gonna go with Stanford. So let me ask. Long, you, let me long ask you, travel. Let me ask you a question here, because we're we're in we're in new territory here. How much does McCaffrey sitting impact his teammates? I I I honestly think in a situation like this, I think it allows Stanford to even open up their offense a little bit more, because uh, they they're going to get some other people involved that aren't normally involved. And a lot of times defenses can key themselves down, especially when you have somebody like McCaffrey, uh, you know, they'll put a spy, they'll put something on it. And I think in a one game situation, I, you, cause you don't know where the other players are going to come from. I think it, it, it dials back North Carolina's offense. I mean, defense a little bit. Uh, so now I feel like, I mean, Stanford has the players, so now I think they get the ball to some other people, and I think that allows them to um, kind of be a little more balanced. We head to Memphis now, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Who, who did you go with on that one? I oh, I will, I will, <laughs> yeah, I will go to I will go with Stanford as well. Uh, mm. As much as as much as I would like to pick. North Carolina here. I, I still think even without McCaffrey, Stanford's got plenty of weapons, and uh, I think they'll actually be motivated, like you said, the, and and yep. and uh, yeah, open it up a little bit more. I like Stanford by, I go Stanford by six here. You know, if this were the regular season, 
two weeks from now, Stanford uh, Stanford would probably be horrible on offense. But because it's a one game thing, I think I think that I think they're they're going to be fine. All right, off to Memphis, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Georgia seven and five, TCU six and six. Jeez. Vegas Vegas can't pick this game. It's a pick 'em, but we have to, Coach. Yeah, these are two teams so disappointed, and uh, Memphis, uh, Memphis people only people only go into this game for the barbecue and the music, because. I mean Georgia travels well, but they are so they are so disappointing seven and five and TCU at six and six is not what they've been accustomed to the last few years. And uh, some of their losses, you know, the overtime, double overtime to Texas Tech and going to West Virginia and get the drawers blowed off, you know, they got blown out by Oklahoma State, got blown out by K State. Uh, when they've lost, they've lost here recently. And uh, the the TCU offense is just uh, uh, non-existent as far as what what we've been accustomed to for TCU. Uh, I think the SEC uh, grind from Georgia. Nick Chubb is, said he's coming back next year. Um, he has had, you know, when he came back uh, from his injury, they just put him right out on the field, and. Uh, he has had a little bit of time to um, kind of heal. And uh, I think he's going to have a big game in this game. And uh, I'm going to go with Georgia. And uh, like like the Vegas people, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in them. So I'm going to go Georgia by one. Yeah, I, I don't have I – have, this is about who I have less confidence in. And I have less confidence in TCU here. Yep. Um, I do not like Kenny Hill. I'm sorry. I do not like their quarterback one iota. No. And uh, I, he's an I, arrogant jerk. Yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, I, he's just not a good dude. There are a lot of good dudes out there, and he is not a good dude. I he's a uh, selfish child. Yeah. I, I, it, it, yes. Entitled, selfish, empowered, and and just not. A leader of men, so I I I like Georgia here. I'm gonna go Georgia. I'll go Georgia by three. I, what, 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 let me cut you off for a minute. What does that say about Kevin Summerlin and the people? I mean, look at Johnny Manziel and then Kenny Hill. I mean, yeah. What does that What does that say about about who he recruits and and how he recruits? Uh, because you know. And those those two dudes are they're not good guys. It doesn't. Then, yeah, it doesn't. And then speak you know they well. had another then they had another quarterback that just quit on them and left. I can't think of the guy's name right off the top of my head. But what is that? I mean, and those are the leaders of your team. And when you go out and recruit, I can tell you right now, uh, go back to South Carolina. Jake Bentley is not like that. I can tell you that right now. You know, uh, Brandon McElwain is not like that. Uh, those two, you know, those are those are guys that you know you will you want your daughter to be dated by. These guys, Kenny Hill and Manziel, when they pull up in your front yard, you you grab a shotgun when you got your daughter. I mean, coaches don't care about character, coach. They sure only they... they only care as much as it as it impacts the chemistry of the team. You know, I mean, Manziel... I, I don't know. 
Man, I don't know. I, I think you got to, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, but no, I, no problem. I, I, I think you got to look at, at, at the coach's value. Um, you know, McIlwain here in town, um, he, he is not Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer doesn't care about character. Um, you know, uh, McIlwain here in town, uh, in, in Gainesville, some of the guys he recruits and some of the guys he has, um, he's more of a character recruiting guy. I can tell you that right now. And that, isn't that funny about Meyer, though, because everybody, you know, is has has Tebow attached to his hip. And, you know, that's the ultimate character guy. And yeah, he, but, he, but other than that, no, he doesn't care. I mean, he got lucky with Tebow. Yeah, you, I mean, you look at the you look at just the – the police report, the police blotter at Ohio State, and it's 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 not very uh, it's not very attractive. It's got a murderer. Yeah. Got, uh, look at your look at your man, uh, your uh, New England tight end. Look at him. I mean, that's a that's an Urban Meyer guy. Easy. Hey, we I'm don't sorry. We, we, we don't talk about the we don't talk about that guy. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, it was Kenny Hill. You know, Kenny Hill's the guy that Kenny Hill's the guy that that. Uh, Nicknamed himself, and and proclaimed himself the Heisman front runner. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, uh, I just, <laughs> just. Yeah, we're spending way too much time here. But yeah, I know. I, you know, Sorry. I no. It's all. It's all good. I. I because it's. It's got to be said. I just. I. I and I and I opened the door just talking about Kenny Hill not liking him. So Georgia by three. You like Georgia by one. Yep. All right, the Music City Bowl in Nashville, sticking in Tennessee. Uh, Nebraska nine and three versus number twenty-one Tennessee. Nebraska nine and three, Tennessee eight and four. Vegas likes Tennessee six and a half here. I know another situation. Nebraska just no respect all season, and 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 they've uh, they've earned that lack of respect in a couple spots. But I mean, are they earning it here? Yeah, I think so. This is a home game for Tennessee. I've been to Nashville many times. Even though it's a Vanderbilt country, they love UT there. Uh, you know, it, it is a – if you – honestly, in that town, in Nashville, if you do not go to Vanderbilt, if you're just not like a Vanderbilt grad, you love Tennessee. I mean, I, I've been to this town many times. And uh, it is it is an orange town. Even though the the Commodores are there locally, um, this place will be rocking for UT, and you know I, I think Tennessee's going to win this game, and they're going to win by three. Uh, they're going to try and give it away. They're going to try and do some of that, some of the stupid stuff that they do, um, and but they're going to end up winning the game. Uh, but I do say this: if UT loses the game, looks for Butch Jones to go to Purdue. But but why? Why why does why does Butcher Jones get a, a golden co- co- parachute here? Because it is hot. The it, it's the SEC, brother, and and t- Tennessee should Tennessee with the athletes and the recruiting that they have and the schemes that they have, they should be they should be in the playoffs instead of Washington. Why does why this is what I'm saying though? Why does Butch why does he get a a golden parachute to Purdue when a guy like Kiffin is in? Well, no, Kiffin's a bad example, uh, just in terms of his his uh, his his coaching uh, record. Uh, but 
you know, the, whereas there's some other guys sitting on the sidelines, and 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 Butch is going to get a golden parachute to Purdue. Hey, Purdue's not a flashy job. I mean, it's 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 a it, it's a grind job in the Big Ten. I mean, it is a job that okay, you know, you you know, you got the Michigan States, which they're bad. I, I they're not good this year, but you got the Michigan States and the Michigans and the Iowas and the Wisconsin's and the Ohio States. Um, and you know, that's a grind there. And, but the expectations are not that high for Purdue. Butch never and, belonged in the SEC. He, he is a Purdue coach. You know? yep. He is, yep. Yep. he is a grinded I mean, out big 10 coach. Yeah. Look at ten. look at Tennessee's, look at Tennessee's games. Okay. The lost A&M got blown out by Alabama, lost to my Gamecocks. They beat Tennessee Tech. Whoa, tough game. Okay, they beat Kentucky at home. They beat Missouri at home. Then they went and lost at Vanderbilt. If he loses this game, he cannot come back. With Joshua Dobbs graduating, and and uh, he just can't. He's not. He can't come back. Jalen Hurd's already left. He lay. I mean, dude punched his ticket in the middle of the season. Sent him out. You know, uh, this is not, you know, and then you even look back at the games that they won. They held Mary against Georgia. Yes. You know, they overtime win against App State. Which was pathetic. So, you know, the Florida game, they the Florida decides not to show up the second half. You know, honestly, they're sitting at eight and four. They could be four and eight. They, but they, but they have the talent. But they have the talent to be eleven and one. So here's a situation. Again, I, I, you know, here's a situation where Les Miles parachutes in. Could, it could. I mean, he he's what you know what much that more would, of a fit. that would be. Oh yeah, he that might be. You you might have just hit the nail on the head if he bolts for Purdue. Which I do know he's already visited. Um, Les Miles could could come in here and and be in that. This will be a great job for Les Miles. Yes, it would be in the East. Yep. Um, and some of the scheduling stuff they're talking about with the East. I mean, with the SEC, um, Tennessee might not be a natural rivalry game anymore with Alabama. Walking into. Walking into a lot of talent, and and will still be able to recruit in his hotbeds. He'll open up Tennessee to some of his uh, some of his hotbeds, where 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 he he likes to go at. Boy, yeah, I, I uh, yeah. If Tennessee did not hire Les Miles. I would just say that Tennessee's looking for somebody like Derek Dooley, and they don't want to win. I mean, Tennessee's got to get their head on straight with with the with the coach and hire here. They really do. I mean, come on now, you know. Yeah. I, uh, now, if they win, if they win this game, Butch stays, and it's it's all for naught. If they win this game, you know they, they hang their hat on, you know, beating Nebraska, because Nebraska still is a name, even though they don't get respect. When you look at, when you look in the archives, and you look, and you go, oh wow, they beat Nebraska that year. Okay, it, you know it 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 holds well for your for your archive schedule. I mean, maybe Butch bolts even if he wins the game. He could, he could, because the, the, he won't get kicked the, out. But if he's smart, he'd bolt. 
because yeah, the seat is hot. Yeah. I uh, would, would you think they would go more uh, with them with the miles type or you think they would go with like a PJ Fleck type? Well, I, I, I would go with miles. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I think, I think if the, if you can get the money right, that could be an issue. But you know, if, if Jones leaves, he's going to, uh, Purdue's going to buy his contract out. Yeah. So. All right. So you like, you like Tennessee by three. Yep. Uh, this is, this is a pick where I'm just begrudgingly picking Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee by four. Just to play the game here, I, I don't like I don't like Dobbs. I don't I don't like the way Tennessee's been playing. Um, nope. But you know Nebraska has not impressed down the stretch either. So no, nope. I will go Tennessee by four. All right, let's just get this next one out of the way quick. Arizona Bowl in Tucson, no South kidding. South Alabama six and six, Air Force nine and three, Air Force a thirteen and a half point favorite. I'm going Air Force. I'll, I'll go right at the spread. I'll go Air Force by 14. I'm going Air Force by eight. I think South Alabama has enough scholarship athletes to compete. Their their coach has been uh, their coach has been looked at as as an up and comer. So sure. So yeah, I, I think the Jaguars make this a decent game. All right. So you like the underdog in terms of the in terms of the the spread there. So yep. I do. Fair enough. All right. Now here here's here's a very interesting game for me. The Capital One Orange Bowl. Number six Michigan ten and two versus number eleven Florida State nine and three. In Miami, Michigan a six and a half point favorite. Two teams that that didn't want to be playing on December thirtieth. Yep. yep. Which one gets motivated more? To to use this as a launching pad into next season, um, I think Michigan. I think Michigan's going to win the game by seven. I think Michigan is uh, has more talent overall as far than Florida State. I think the, the the grind of the physicalness that that Michigan has had to endure. I think they've healed up a little bit, and I think that um, I think Michigan's going to win by seven. You know, Florida State probably has the best athletes, but as far as uh, pushing it around and and really being physical up front, I think Michigan is uh, is going to win the game. I want to ask you because I want to ask you how these the coaching stuff comes to be. A lot of rumblings. I mean, just too many rumblings quite honestly it felt very orchestrated after jeff fisher was let go with the rams yes that the next day it was all jim harbaugh to the rams felt very orchestrated maybe his his agent was putting out some some rumblings uh just to kind of quell any any kind of any kind of concerns in ann arbor uh if michigan loses this game d- are there rumbles, or is just Michigan just happy to have a Michigan man? Michigan's just happy to have a Michigan man. I think, I think Jim Arbaugh can stay there as long as he wants. I mean, I really do. Uh, uh, the impact he made, uh, based on some of the debacled seasons that uh, Michigan had the last few years, um, I, I think, 
I don't, I don't think Jim Arbor can – I don't think he can do any wrong at Michigan State. I, I think he'd have to, like, uh, do a Bobby Petrino and have a secretary on the back of a motorcycle somewhere and wreck it to, to, to taint his ability to stay there. You, uh, you still have a lot of people believing that they won the Ohio State game. So, you know, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, got, he's got enough. Uh, I just I, – the other thing that I wonder about Harbaugh is how, uh, how stable is he in terms of just wanting to stay put somewhere. He, he just seems like a very antsy guy in terms of – Move it. I call them the highway to heaven coaches. You know, the the yep. Mike, the Michael Landons. They, they 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 come in. They they need to move on to the next town. They need to move on to the next adventure. Well, I I think he I think he's home, but I think he like you said he is a little antsy. But I I think I think he stays here as long as he wants. When he decides he wants to leave, it'll be up to him. Uh, you know. Uh, the Jimbo Fisher is the one you got to look at. He, you know, he's going to be nine and four. Uh, you know, they're going to be nine and four, and you know, they they didn't have that great of a season last year. And you know, what happens to them moving forward? Pretty amazing. Even, pretty amazing how he 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 negotiated his way out of a couple of jobs. It it would appear. You know, he, he was asking for too much money in, in a in a couple of those situations. Uh, yep. And, I mean, you know, they were ten and three last year, but you know, they had losses to Houston and Georgia Tech. Yes. So, I know. mean, it feels pretty clear to me that he wants out of there. You and I disagree a little bit on this, but I just I'm reading a lot of the the fan stuff, a lot of the forum stuff. So I guess maybe I'm buying too much into all this this stuff with his wife and the 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 divorce and and all of the, the the stuff that went with that and the bad feelings that might be left there with Fisher. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think Jimbo's going anywhere. You know, I know we talked about that before, but uh, the seat could start to get hot. I mean, he'd be nine and four this year if uh, if they don't beat Clemson next year. Um, there could be some, could be some really, uh, could be a less mile situation, you know, where you be, he begins to, there begins to be a, a line in the sand, and when he crosses that line, you know, there could be, he, he could, he could be forced out. So I'm going Michigan by, I'm going Michigan by eight. Okay. Um, I do. I like them ahead of the spread here. Uh, yeah, I think they come more made, more motivated. I think I honestly think they just beat up Florida State here, in terms of just just physicality. Yep, yep. That's that's why I picked them. Yep, exactly. I agree. The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Now we get into it, Coach. Now we get into it. Actually, you know what? Let's start with the early games. Let's let's go back to back on on the college football player. Let's talk. Let's talk Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl, number twenty okay. LSU seven and four, number thirteen Louisville nine and three in Orlando at the 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 wonderful Camping World Stadium. You hate those bowl <laughs> games in Orlando, but I'm gonna tell you this: this place will be packed. Yeah, I, I this know. place will be packed. Uh, you know, uh, 
LSU sitting at seven and four. Uh, Louisville was a darling. They got the Heisman Trophy winner. You know, everybody had Louisville. Uh, you know, for a while, everybody was looking at Louisville and the Houston game as the as the winner of that game being the fourth playoff team. If you remember, after the Clemson game, oh, after yeah. Louisville played Clemson, oh, yeah. that's what everyone was looking for. Oh, yeah. um, I'm gonna give a shout out in this game. One of my players plays for Louisville, number 74. Jaron Christian has been a starting left tackle for them. He's a sophomore there. Uh, started for them last year as a freshman. And uh, when Jaron came to me at the school in Florida, he was a basketball player. And uh, I told Jaron, I said, Jaron, you need to play football, son. And, he's, and I sat down with his dad, and we talked about it. And he played for me uh, when I was the head coach in Ocala. And uh, he played for me. And uh, I'm, I'm so proud of Jaron. I have to give him a shout out there. Sorry about that. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Where are you going on this? Well, I, I just, I just, you know, Jaron is, was a good guy. And I just, you know, he had never, he had played football as a freshman and he just did not play as a sophomore. And uh, because he didn't have a good experience. And yeah, I think he had a great experience and I'm glad he played and now he's probably destined to the NFL. So that that was kind of all I want to do was give him a shout out there. But Oh no, um, I meant where are you going with I'm gonna, the pick? I'm gonna I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I no, I'm gonna pick against out Louisville though on this one. I'm I'm gonna go uh with LSU by five. I think Ed Argeron, who I like and uh, personally is a good guy and I enjoy spending time with Ed when I see him and uh I think LSU's going to win, even though there's no Leonard Fournette. I think he has become a big distraction for them. I think they're uh, I think they're better off uh, offensively across the board without him. It's the same thing we talked about with McCaffrey. I think they can spread the ball around, and uh, the stable is not bare because our buddy Les can recruit. And so uh, I'm going LSU by five. LSU has to win this game. I, I hate to put it this way. The guy just got hired. This this would be an awful way to start the tenure. I mean, that was a as much as I like Orgeron and and believe he should have got it, and and I'm glad he did get it. You can't lose this game. You can't you can't end this season seven and five. You can't go in with with bad with with bad momentum in the next season. And I think the team's going to motivate around that. I really do. I, I, I like LSU in this game. I, I like them. I'm going to go big on this game. I'm going to go LSU by 10. Well, I think defensively they can contain Louisville. Yes. Because of, and, and that that is something Just that don't I don't forget, think Louisville's seen. Do not forget that Alabama, again, Alabama game, my friends. Do not forget because that is, that is LSU at its most motivated and yep. and and that is a good that is a great defensive team when they're healthy and they they have gotten they've had team they have had time to get healthy here yeah i mean they held florida to you know 16 points in that loss uh, you know they held alabama to 10 uh, you know they the a&m game was a sh- bit of a shootout but other than that everything else has been you know pretty low tens and sevens and a couple you know a couple twenties but they had trouble with both Mississippi teams as far as points but that was back when uh 
Ole Miss had Chad Kelly. So, Tim Wood, Russell Holly here on Picks Populi Radio, deep into the college football bowl schedule. Uh, going a little long on the on the college because there's just not a lot to talk about with the NFL this week. We, we will yeah. make our picks, but boy, there's just not a lot going on there. So yeah, we're just going to give you the the, the lines. Yeah, <laughs> Who we think is going to win? Pretty much. Yeah. Georgia Tech eight and four, Kentucky seven and five in the Tax Slayer Bowl in Jacksonville. Georgia Tech. A three-and-a-half-point favorite here, Coach. To me, I don't know. Kentucky, is Kentucky any better than they always are? Kentucky just seems to play uh, play enough of a, of, a, of a crud schedule to get bowl eligible and then just gets blown out in SEC schedule. Well, the problem is they've they've been on the fringe of they've been that five and seventeen. They haven't been bowl eligible. Yeah, I mean they you know so so uh, my, Stoops has done a good job here, but uh, I think the ACC has shown well in the even though I picked against Florida State um, and North Carolina, I think the ACC has been a pretty good bowl team, and I think that league it hurts me to say was better than advertised of the overall league. And so um, I'm going to go with Georgia Tech by three. Um, I think my buddy Paul Johnson uh, will will be able to do some things on offense. And uh, Kentucky, you know, the freshman running back is pretty good. But um, I, I, think, I think Georgia Tech gets it done at the old Gator Bowl. I mean, is it, it to me? Is it is it the is it the Yellow Jackets that 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 beat that beat Georgia at Athens? Is it, it you know that beat Virginia Tech on the road, uh, or is it the or is it Georgia Tech that that lost by twenty eight at Chapel Hill? I think I think they've uh, I, I think some of their guys have grown up you know, the last uh, month of the season. So I, I think, I think uh, going to Athens kind of, uh, kind of made me pick them here, uh, going to Athens and winning that game and the way they won that game, you know, they had a tough stretch in the middle of the season. I mean, they played Clemson, Miami and Pittsburgh all in uh, late September, early October. And, you know, they beat Vanderbilt. Let me remind you, they beat Vanderbilt early in the year an SEC team, by 31. So, and Vanderbilt was eligible, bowl eligible and uh, SEC Van- in, in name only. Yes. Yes. But, but, you know, Hey, Vanderbilt beat Tennessee and Ole Miss in the season and they beat Georgia. They, they did lose to Kentucky by seven. So that's kind of, that's kind of my reasoning for picking Georgia tech. I think, I think the, uh, again, it hurts me to say, but I think the ACC has shown much better than in past years in bowl games. I agree. I agree. I, I you know, I still I look at Kentucky and I say, boy, it, it, this team is this team is riding high after beating Louisville. Like 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 that is that is a that is a uh, a season that is a that is a you know a class making making win that that's a win that, that this that senior class is going to be talking about the rest of their lives uh, 
jeez, I, I, I got to go Georgia Tech here. I do think Kentucky has the weapons to, to hang with them. But, yes. But I just I think Georgia Tech's just a deeper team overall. So I, I got to go. I got to go Georgia Tech. I'll go Georgia Tech by seven here. Uh, okay, now now we're in it, Coach. Now now we're in the legit picks, the the games that we all been waiting for. We'll start in Glendale, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Number three, Ohio State, eleven and one versus number two, a very lucky number two. I hate to put it that way. Uh, twelve and one, Clemson. Ohio State, a three-point favorite here. I'm going to go Ohio State by three. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, simple, simple. I mean, I, 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 uh, you know, I'm not a Clemson guy. I'm not Ohio State. Actually, if I could put the two, my two teams that I dislike the most, as far as in my heart, these two teams are playing each other. So it's good for me because one of them's going to be done. Uh, you know, uh, th- this when when the playoffs came out and I, Ohio State was playing Clemson, I was like, yes, one of them is going to be out. So you know, I can't stand Urban Meyer, can't stand Dabo Sweeney, just don't like them. Uh, just don't like the way they they. I don't even like the way they communicate. You know, one talks down to you, and one one is that little puppy dog. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's a little yippy dog that's in the back of my ear, and that's Dabo. I can't stand that that little yippy dog. And so, uh, hey, I yip, just yippy dog. Wow. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I that do. Little, I do. I do. Uh, he's a, he's a yippy dog. I can't stand him. I, I, as far as his communication skills and and how he always has to tell you how good he is or how good his team is or or how much a Christian he is. Just let your actions show. Don't don't broadcast it to the world. And I'm just I, I just, I, you know, I'm just, you know, uh, telling somebody you're a Christian is great. But then tell them what a great Christian you are over and over again. It's just it just I don't know. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And and, and then, you know, Ohio State. You know, Urban Meyer, he is, to me, he is as self-centered, as fake as the day is long. And I just don't like him in that in that regards either, I, but just being honest. And so both of these teams have big personality coaches, very similar to what we talked about when Ohio State played Michigan. And uh, I, I just... You know, I, I, I just um, – Clemson's season is going to end for a second time in the desert and uh, Ohio State again by three. I uh, – by the way, I, I couldn't agree more with, with all that you just said. I, uh, I, am a, I am on paper a Clemson fan. Yes, you are. And I got to tell you, my friend – I am. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to be a free agent after this season. I. I have been so disgusted by the ranting and and the the um, uh, just just the, the the pulpit talk from 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 Swinney around uh, around the Kaepernick situation around all, all of the the Black Lives Matter uh, talk um, Swinney. Showed showed some true colors there, 
And uh, as you said, don't don't be talking, don't be telling me what a good Christian you are. And then just, just do and, it. And I hate to I, I hate to put it this way. Uh, he, he just reeked of KKK in some of the stuff he was saying. I, wow. And it it just it was it was just it's like you're the vast majority of your team is black and and you are you are talking down to them and and you are sounding so in a whole Kaepernick situation he sounded so disconnected from reality. Yep. It he it just sounded like a a white south reality that that he that he was preaching and I know it's politics and it's it's but I got to tell you I just I was, dude, dude, I was he's so a, turned he's a, off. He's a football coach. Yeah. He's a college football coach. Just and, yeah, and, stay you in know. your lane and and Perfect. his head's getting too big and he's showing he's showing the true colors and I can't root for that. I just it, some it, of the stuff he was saying, some of the way he coaches, I just can't root for it. I just Well, here's the deal. If he wins this game, he will proclaim this game as the national championship game. He was talking about if it's a really close game and Clemson ends up winning close, he would talk about how great and how this was the true national championship game. And, and especially if Alabama blows out Washington, he would talk about that, that these two teams were so equal. He'll just, he'll make this out to be this big giant, uh, you know, explosion of something. Well, good for him though. Good. I mean, you can spin it any which way you want, but the reality is, you still can't win the big game. And it's, called, it's called. Hey, it's called Clemsoning. It is, and it's it's not dead, folks, and it's and it's going to be alive in this game. This this is, um, I, I you know this this is, I hope this is karma. Quite honestly, because because Swinney deserves some karma coming back to him more so than Meyer. As as much as I agree with you, admire. I feel like Swinney, with with the stuff that's gone on this season, deserves some karma to fl- fly back in his face like a big, big waffle of of manure. Yep. Um, so, I I I do just talent wise, I like Ohio State here. But if I add three points in for karma, I'll go Ohio State by six. There you go. <laughs> like it. I like it. All right. Alabama, number one versus number four, Washington. Alabama, thirteen and zero. Washington, twelve and one, playing in the Georgia Dome. Home, the, home base the, for the Bama. Chi- the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Home base. Yeah, it is. Jeez, I mean, how many, Alabama by seven. How many? How many more things could be working against Washington in this game? Dude, they got to travel to the East Coast. They got to go to Alabama, which, which I mean, got to go to Alabama, got to go to Atlanta, which Alabama basically owns uh, with an SEC championship game. It's just, I mean, Alabama, Alabama, know, they know the locker room. They know these dudes at, at, at the Georgia Dome know what the toilet seats look like. So, you know, Alabama's going to win this game. They're going to win by seven. It could be 17. It could be 27. But Alabama by seven. I just look at now now okay Washington got it done against Colorado and and got it done got it done with ease and and when they had to Here's what I look at okay the week of the USC game Washington was in the national spotlight everyone I mean 
everyone was looking for an alternative for the Heisman. Every a, a lot of folks were looking towards Jake Browning to go out and earn the yep. Heisman in that game, and yep. and you know, the game was hyped up, and uh, they laid an egg. They, with with all that spotlight, they laid an egg against USC. Well, he, he's in trouble here because this is the ultimate spotlight. This game is what in the afternoon, right? This yeah. is this is an afternoon game before all the big partying going goes, and everybody goes out on New Year's Eve with their tickets, and you know goes to their local bar and drops the balloons and everything. So this is like the ultimate afternoon spotlight game. This is. This is no brighter shining than than this game. That's why I like I I just I like Alabama to cover the spread here. I just I don't think Washington has has the bodies. I think Alabama's second team could probably still beat Washington. That's how deep they are. Yeah. Well, we said that all year. Yeah. They don't have the they don't have the flashes, but he he's got dudes deep. And you know this offense has got it done. Browning, Browning's forty-two touchdowns. John Ross, seventeen re- receiving touchdowns. This offense is potent against against a a Pac-10 team, a Pac-10 roster. It, yeah, ask, ask Washington State about a potent offense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Go, against Minnesota's wow, defense. Wow. Come on. I mean, a- a- ask them about that now. Now you're gonna go play Alabama's offense, defense. Yeah, come on, come on, come, come on now, come on. Yeah, let, let let's move on on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Alabama by 17. There you go. I I, I could have gone more, but I just uh, you're playing I, the game. I'm playing, playing the, the game. game. Playing the I game. need to stay in. Florida, uh, the Outback Bowl. Florida, number 17. Florida eight and four versus Iowa eight and four in Tampa. Florida, a three point favorite. Uh, Iowa again, Jekyll and Hyde. I, I just I don't know I don't know which team I'm gonna get. I do I have seen flashes from from C.J. Beathard that that I like in terms of in terms of uh, showing up in big situations. But boy, uh, you know, home state, Florida. Who do you like? Well, both these teams were able to get healthy. You know, I was getting healthy towards the end of the year. Um, Florida was playing third-string defensive players, and uh, now they're 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 almost healthy. So I'm going to go with Florida. I'm going to go with Florida by one. Um, I think this will be an entertaining game. I think it'll be a good game to watch. Um, so uh, I think Florida gets it done. I'm going. I'm going. My local boys, Florida. I will go Iowa by two. Okay. Uh, we're both. We're both playing the game here, but I do. I do like Iowa to pull this out. All right. Uh, I was going back and forth on that one. But, yeah, but, yeah. Same here. Same here. And I, you know, like, there's, you know, this is a situation where, like, normally, normally you'll hear my pick or I'll hear your pick, and and kind of think to myself, all right, I got to play the game against Russell. I want to be the number one seed. Well, how am I going to? No, I mean, we're not playing each other yet. I am, nope. I'm looking at you. I am, I'm staring you down in the bracket, but, but we're still, 
we're still uh, we're still three weeks away from from potentially you know having to get through three weeks of brackets before we before we uh, yep we play each other. So I'm in, good in with that, that. so in that situation, I go Iowa by two. Cotton Bowl Classic, Arlington, Texas, number fifteen Western Michigan, thirteen and zero. Number eight Wisconsin, ten and three. No respect for for Western Michigan here. Wisconsin, eight and a half point favorites. Oh, I gotta tell you, it's just like it's just all about how you feel about their schedule, how you feel about their their depth. Uh, they, they just Western Michigan, the Broncos, they just didn't play anybody. No, and, and so you know, I don't want to our listeners too long on this one because I, I've just I think Wisconsin. Uh, gets their love at the win. I think they're going to win by seven. Um, I think Western Michigan, uh, you could see Western Michigan come out and be excited and actually maybe take a lead in this game. But I think as the game moves along, I think Wisconsin just wears them out. Depth and talent. And wins by seven. But I think you could see where Western Michigan might get out and, and start fast just because of the excitement. And uh, now, if they don't start fast, this game could get ugly. Western Michigan, I will say this much: Western condition, uh, Western Michigan is well conditioned. They will not get tired. They make they're going to get out talented. They're going to get uh, they're going to get manhandled a little bit, but but they're not. He's got them. He's got them well prepared to play a full game here. They yeah, but the only but the only problem is when uh, Iowa sending in second and third D linemen and they're rushing, still better. They're still they're and, and they're fresher. You know, as far as being able to come off the ball quick, and those old linemen up front get worn down as the game goes on. And you don't usually rotate your old linemen. You rotate your D linemen, but you don't rotate those old linemen. And that's that can be a problem. I want the Broncos to win here. I think America. I think America will America will be wanting Western Michigan to win. Everybody roots for an underdog. Everybody, you know, they're the outsiders. Nobody gives them a chance. Nobody gives them respect. My heart. If if I if I could pick with my heart here, I would pick Western Michigan by ten. But I can't do that. I just I can't. I, there's just too much talent on paper and. I do think Wisconsin will show for this game, if, if no, nothing else, to just represent Goliath. And, uh, yeah, I, I go Wisconsin by seven. I think I think Western Michigan is going to cover. Well, but... I, would tell you, I would tell you this. Um, there will be a lot of people in boots and 10-gallon and, and hats that will be pulling for Western Michigan. Because this, with this game being in Texas – Every local person that comes is pulling for Western Michigan. So, but we just can't. We can't go there. You can't pick them. You, you, no, it's with your head. You, saying, you can't the go there. Atmosphere will be fun because there'll be people from Texas that that couldn't even tell you where Western Michigan was located. That will be pulling for Western Michigan. Even with the even with their name, <laughs> you right. couldn't tell them where tell you where they're located. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea where the place seems located, but they'll be pulling for them. <laughs> the, ro- <laughs> the Rose Bowl game. 
Pasadena, number nine USC, nine and three, number nine Southern California for you, Coach. Southern uh, Cal, yes. Southern, Southern Cal. Cal. Versus, Get it right. Versus On my sheet, I have SoCal. I don't so even Cal. have. That's what I got. Versus number five, Penn State. Southern Cal, nine and three. Penn State, 11 and two. Southern Cal, a six and a half point favorite here. Uh, tell you what. I'm on I'm on Penn State here. I'm I'm going I'm going Penn State. Wow. I'll just put it out there. I'm going Penn State Go by, by three well, here. Hey, I love Penn State. I love what Mr. Franklin has done there. I tell you, I, I I you know I was on Penn State's bandwagon all year. Oh yeah. But uh but Southern Cal is very hot, very playing very well. Um the bright sunshine of, of Pasadena. I'm going with Southern Cal by seven. I want to pick Penn State just because it's a feel-good story, but uh, I got to go Southern Cal. I go beyond feel-good here. I think Penn State's got the talent to match up, and uh, you know they're both coming in hot. And Penn State, Penn State felt like they were they were hot enough to 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 get into the college football playoff. Um, I, I think they're going to want to end well here, and I, I just I think they got the talent. Uh, I think Trace McSorley going to have a game. Uh, okay. And I'm going to go. I Penn, like it. I'm going to go Penn State by three. I like it. Auburn, Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl. Auburn number fourteen, eight and four. Oklahoma number seven, ten and two. Oklahoma is a three point favorite. Baker Mayfield. Uh, a lot of distractions with the with the with the Sooners right now with the with the mixing situation. Where are you going in this game? Well, both of these teams, big name schools. I mean, Auburn and Oklahoma are synonymous with college football, uh, and that's the only thing about this game that's big. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, even though it's in the Sugar Bowl. These are two good seats still available. Yeah, these are two also rands. Honestly, even though their ranking is says says one thing, they are still not. Neither one of these are that good a football team. How do you when you look ESPN? How do you put this game on at eight thirty instead of USC instead of Southern Cal Penn State? I I don't get that. Yeah. I, well, the Rose Bowl has been that five thirty start for a while. I know, but look, you know, uh, so, everything's know. everything's negotiable. I don't know. I I just yeah. I'm it, not, it might even be something with the because uh, it's two thirty on the West Coast. It might be something with the parade and all the course, everything kind of working together. I mean, honestly, the Rose Bowl calls the shots in these in this, uh, on this lineup. Yeah, they do. So, so I mean, they're gonna play where they want to play. I mean, the Rose Bowl is a Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Unfortunately, uh, you know, they, they call the shots. They call the shots. I don't I don't think ESPN had a choice. But um, this game is just, I mean, you look at it and you go, wow, Auburn, Oklahoma. And then you look at the teams and you look at their, I mean, they're 10-2 and 8-4. And, and you go, wow, man. And then I go, no. It's just. This game does not excite me. Uh, Oklahoma by two. I, I, I don't. I don't have anything else with it. 
I mean, that's all I can do. Same here. I mean, I, I, I mean, the mixing, the mixing thing is definitely a distraction. But Oklahoma does have some weapons, and they've got. They do. Play. I like, I like Baker Mayfield. I, do. I like him. I do. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like, I like Oklahoma here. I like, I'm gonna go Oklahoma by four. I, okay. I, I just, I think that they, they're gonna got, a, they got enough talent and enough, uh, enough, enough guys. I think Mayfield. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe we got a a, 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 a two minute drill to end the game. It, down three, yep. down three. Mayfield throws a touchdown. Oklahoma wins by four. Yep. That is the college schedule. Oh my goodness, <laughs> we are gonna we're gonna we're gonna suck on some oxygen here. Take a quick break. And we will be back to uh, just run quickly through a sleeper week in the NFL back here on Picks Populi Radio. Back here on Picks Populi Radio, we uh, we took a lot of time on the college games for good reason. And uh, we're going to take a little time on the NFL games for good reason. (laughs) <laughs> full, a full slate to run through here, Coach, but just not a whole lot to talk about. Very little on the line. Some seasons, a lot of playoff spots coming down to the last games, and so a lot uh, a, a lot of hype around the last week. Only a couple get meaningful games this week. Uh, a lot of players are going to be sitting. Very glad that, that I'm not in any sort of fantasy situation Uh Hoping, hoping for uh, big things from my team in, in Week 17. Uh, let's get into it here. Patriots 13 and two at the Dolphins 10 and five. New England a nine and a half point favorite. Dolphins already in the playoffs. Patriots already in the playoffs. Just, uh, I guess it's about the number one seed for the Patriots, if anything. But uh, I mean, that's pretty much locked up. So, who do you like here? Um, Patriots by six. I, you know, I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this game. I think they go on the road and kind of show that um, they're still the king of the hills. You know, king of the hill and Dolphins still got a ways to go, even though they're in the playoffs. Patriots by 13 here for me, and uh, I, I think Brady is done after two and a half quarters. I think Patriots get up pretty good, um, but uh, I do like I do like the Patriots by 13. Saints at Falcons, Saints seven and eight, Falcons ten and five at the George Dome, Atlanta six and a half point favorites. Your Falcons got position in a play for here. Yeah, yeah, they they got to win this game to to uh, be the uh, get the bye. So this is a this is an important game for the Falcons. You know, if they win this game, they get a bye. They'd be a two seed. And uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Falcons by seven. Matt Ryan, possible, you know, MVP. And oh, just zip it! Come on, man! Not a chance! Come on, dude! Hey. I'm going to hold you to it now. You and I might be in Reliant Stadium here in February. I'm going. 
I'm going. It's a matter of it's a matter of if if we're going together cuz cuz this this will be the last run for the Patriots in terms of the Super Bowl and uh so I am I'm not missing out on that. And I yeah, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it. Now you, you said you you said you're going to carry me on your coattails. So I'm going to hold you to it, brother. <laughs> it's all about if the Falcons can 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 if, can, if my guys up all the way, you're right. Yep. You're right. But uh, one thing I will say about this game, there's going to be about it'll be probably 65 points plus scored in this game. Can the Falcons? Can the Falcons shut down Breeze? Can the Falcons show up here? Yes, with, they have to. They want to be the, They want to get a bye week. I, I know they have to, but they they typically don't when they have to. You even admit that? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> But I still, I still like the way they're playing down the stretch, even though they, they're playing some bad teams. I mean, the, the only egg they've laid was really the Eagles game. Matt Ryan, two-point stupid conversion against Kansas City. But other than that, uh, they have been pretty good, you know, all season. They've narrow loss to Seattle at Seattle. Uh Two bad, two losses that really aren't good. The Philadelphia loss and the San Diego loss looks really bad at home now in overtime. Wish they had that game in hand. But um, since that first week against Tampa, they they've been pretty good. I mean, they scored over five hundred points. It's a team that could be thirteen and two. Absolutely. But they're not. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Some of those losses build you up. And help your character a little bit, you know, in the NFL. And I, w- I will give I, like, I will give them credit. They have ended well when they could have folded, when they typically have folded. So they have ended well. They have they have beaten Carolina and Los Angeles on the road, which which aren't in the NFL. Any road game is is hard. So it's supposed to be. So so Falcons by how many? Seven. Falcons by seven. I'll go Falcons by four. Ravens at the Bengals. Ravens eight and seven. Bengals done. Still Bengals yep. a two and a half point favorite for some reason. Yeah, no clue. Uh, Ravens by three. Marvin Lewis is gone. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ravens, Ravens by, I'll go, jeez, boy, the Ravens, they, they, they just... They packed it in last week. Uh, it, actually, no, they didn't pack it in, but they didn't get it done. They didn't get it done. They couldn't make that stop. Uh, tell you what. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Hmm. At Cincinnati, I'll go Ravens. I'll go Ravens by, yeah, by, by I, three. This, this one was a tough call. Even yeah. I mean, because Cincinnati still has weapons, but I, you know... Um, I, I, the Bengals, I mean, you know, they, they played somewhat better, but they just can't win. They just can't pull it out. They figure out how to lose it. And Baltimore's schedule at the end has been pretty tough. I mean, it has played Pittsburgh and they beat Philadelphia and they gave they, away uh, the division. They gave away, they, they had that, they had a shot and, and they gave it away. Yep. And they, you know, lost to New England in a close game. And yep. they blew, they blew Miami out. They beat Cincinnati the last time. 
Uh, I like the Ravens defense. It's 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 getting back to a little bit of an old Ravens defense, which which I like. I think a part of it though may be them just checking out in this game. So, but I, I still I, I got to go talent on talent. I still like the Ravens. So I'll take the Ravens by three. Te- Texans versus Titans. Texans nine and six. Titans eight and seven. Again, somehow. The Titans, Jesus. a three-point favorite here. No Mariota. Uh, you're going to depend on Matt Castle to get get the team motivated, even though they're out of the playoffs. Come on now. Yeah, come on. I, I, hey, we. I told you the Titans trap game against Jacksonville. Yeah, we you said did. that. Yeah, you did. We said that was the ultimate trap game. They but were you already, didn't pick it. I did not, but I was playing the game. Yeah. You know, as it. But I I had a feeling on that game. That again, it was going to happen. That they were already looking, they because they had a home game against Houston for the division, and then they go to Jacksonville and they lose to Blake Bortles in Jacksonville big, and, and and they lose their franchise quarterback for five months, five months with a broken leg. Uh, uh, Tom Savage, he I mean he he's got to keep he, he he needs first team reps here and. And for that purpose alone, I like I like the Texans by by seven here. I got the Texans by one. I just think I, I think the fact that the Texans have already clinched. Um, I don't think the motivation is as strong, but I don't. I think the Titans without Mariota or and and with the loss to Jacksonville, they're licking their wounds and they're a shell of what they could be on offense. Panthers six and nine. At the Buccaneers, eight and seven. Tampa, a five and a half point favorite. They still got something to play for here, but come, but come on, come on. Do they? Come get on. It? Their scenario is like is like should these two stars collide in the outer space and break in half, and a part of it falls to the earth and comes through your your living room, you could die. That's basically what they got. I mean. It, it, they got to have like a tie in a game and a game ended in a tie and somebody lose to this. And so, and then they got to have like some of these teams that, that are on their schedule because of the strength of their schedule to, to win and somebody else to lose, man, you, you got a better chance of, you know, going to outer space today uh, than them winning, uh, than them getting into playoffs. But I'm, I'm I like I like what the Bucks did this year. They end up nine and seven. Bucks by three. I hate what the Panthers did this year. Uh, they they kind of. Uh, I, I like Ron Rivera, but I think he lost. I think he lost the locker room a little bit this season. I will go Bucks by four. I, I um, yeah I, I I just this is more vote against the Panthers than the vote for the Buccaneers to step up into some sort of, you know. Uh, motivation for the playoffs. So uh, at, yep. at home, yeah, I'll take the Bucks by four. Just, just give me a pick here. No, no analysis. Jaguars three and twelve. Colts seven and eight. At Colts, Colts, okay. Col- Colts, Colts by six, bro. I'll go. Oh, and, and you gave me a bro. All right, all right. Bonus, <laughs> a, a, a bonus, bro. All right, I'll take. Uh, I'll take Colts by. Six. There you go. I'm only. I only did that because of your analysis on luck last week. So oh, boy. I had to throw that in there. Thanks. <laughs> Bear, 
Bear, Bears three and twelve at Vikings seven and eight. Again, you can just give me a pick. Minnesota Vikings by five is, is Vikings a by seven. Vikings by seven. Uh, this is this is oh, man. Uh, this they should put this game. This game should be on like uh, some baby channel or something somewhere. It shouldn't even be like on the regular lineup. Uh, yeah, the relegation channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go. Jeez. Um, oh, I I want to go Bears here just because I like I, I kind of like some of the meshing that's going on here. Uh, All right, be careful. No, I'm gonna go Vikings by three. I just gotta I gotta play the game. Gotta play the game and, and I don't think there's I just don't think there's gonna be as much red on the schedule this week all around. Yeah. I just can't yeah. see that much red ever happening again. So Vikings by three bills. <laughs> Good riddance, sexy Rex. Yes, you see, you got my message, right? Yeah, I did. I did, and just made my day. Made, <laughs> made my day. Bills seven and eight at, at Jets four and eleven. No Tyrod Taylor here. EJ Manuel to get the start. Jesus. Uh, Buffalo three and a half point favorite, nonetheless. No, Jets by one. Just stop talking about the game. I go Bills by three. Just I think Lashawn McCoy will go off enough enough to keep uh, EJ Manuel from screwing up the game. Yeah, so I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't pick EJ Manuel to win a game. I'm sorry. Fair enough, fair enough. Cowboys thirteen and two at six and nine. Eagles, Philadelphia four point favorite here. <laughs> Tell me how that's possible. Well, they think the Cowboys are going to sit everybody, but I don't think they are. I, I well and and you know what McFadden ain't, ain't, ain't too shabby. No, yeah. So even so if they I, sit Elliot and they can't they can't sit they can't not sit with Elliot a bye week. Enough. You cannot yeah, sit you somebody with can't. a bye week yeah. coming up. You're gonna be off two weeks. He sat too much, in my opinion, in the second half of 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 last week's game, and you you can't sit Elliot. You know, three quarters here and and. And they've already said they're not sitting Prescott. They're not even opening the door to, to Romo. Yeah, Romo no. will not see action in this game. So Romo, hey, Romo will be a Denver Bronco next year. Yeah, that's that. that I like that pick. I like that pick. Tell, uh, make that or but, or uh, Houston Texan. Yeah, he's going one of the one of those two. He oh, could be Jerry, a, Jerry would he never. He could be a New York. He could be a New York Jet. Those yeah, are could. the three. Jerry would never let him go to the Texans. That would, that would just oh that would just just kill him. His he son. likes the, he likes the glitz and the glitter. He might end up in the, in New York, buddy. Yeah, that's true. Boy, can't, uh, Tony Romo in New York. Uh huh. I, I kind of like that. I, I want to see. I want to see that. Just, uh, just he, a, I'm going Cowboys mess. by three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going Cowboys by three. I'm going Cowboys by seven. I, I just I don't get. Uh, screw you, Eagles. That's all I got to say. Browns one and fourteen. Congratulations on getting that win. It's, it's the second win's not happening. Even stop even, talking. Yeah. stop talking. Yeah. Steelers by twenty one. Even without Big Ben. Steelers by twenty one. Who's their backup? I don't even know who their backup is. Who, who's Steelers the backup? By, Steelers by twenty one. Do you know who the backup is? No, I do not. Steelers by twenty one. You, you will, you. you <laughs> oh, you will, you will put Le'Veon Bell in the Wildcat. 
and and just go Steelers by twenty one. Steelers by twenty one. I'll go. Jeez, oh, I'll go Steelers by ten. I I gotta play the game enough. Steelers by twenty one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Giants, Giants at Redskins. Here's a game that means a little something. Giants ten at five. Redskins eight six and one at uh, at FedEx Field. Washington an eight point favorite. I, I like this game. I think this game is going to be fun. Yeah, I do too. Because uh, the Giants, uh, even though they're in, they don't want the Redskins to have a chance to get in. So they're going to play their damnedest to get keep them out. But I, I think I think the Redskins get it done, and I think they get it done um, by three. So what is – I mean, so the Redskins lose. Let's just say the Redskins lose, the Lions lose, the Bucks win. There still has to be a tie in there. I I, I have to look at it again. It, it's uh, yeah. The the Bucks was the Bucks playoff scenario is just. I'll try and find out before the show's over. I just uh, yeah. I I like I I like the I like the Giants here just because I just yeah. You got the Giants, okay? I, I do. I'm going to go Giants by three. I, I just like you said, fighting to keep. The Redskins out. I don't. I don't want. Listen, Redskins are a dangerous team if they get in. Not yeah, for, hey, not, uh, not by for the nothing. Way, by the way, uh, the Steelers backup, which I already knew this, uh, it just came to me. Charlie Batch, La- Landry Jones. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I just want to see if you knew. I had to think. I had to think. So, for once, for once on this show, Russell Holly had to think. All hey. Right. That's right. It didn't just come natural. <laughs> so what do you got? You got Redskins by how many? Three. Three. I'll go Giants by three. Cardinals, six, eight, and one at Rams, four and eleven. Just give me a pick. Jeez, Arizona by four. I go Arizona. The, the Rams are horrible. I'll go Arizona right at the spread. Actually, I go Arizona by eight. Uh, Raiders, twelve and three at Broncos, eight and seven. Matt McGloin, does Matt McGloin get it done versus uh, versus Trevor Simeon? I love I love my Broncos, but they've let me down this year. I'm going to go to Broncos by one. Yes. Yeah, I just boy, I, it's really too bad. Honestly, it really is like like Derek Carr's your MVP if 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 he doesn't get hurt and. Uh, and and for the season that the Raiders have had, I just Matt McGloin is not going to be your savior here, folks. I, I hate to say that to Raiders Nation, but I think Matt Matt McGloin shows his his true colors. Unfortunately, in this game, probably throws three picks. Uh, they might listen. They might try to play just just ground control uh, with Latavius Murray here, but and they they've got they've got a, a deep. A deep backfield to to do that ground control, but the Broncos, boy, you don't want to you want you don't want to be trying to get 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 your run jam on against the Broncos defense. Uh, I will go Broncos by four here. I, I just don't okay. see it happening for the Raiders. Chiefs. Hey, hey, hold on before you go to this. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay clinches a playoff. Number one, Tampa Bay win, a Washington tie, a Green Bay loss. A Tampa, a Tampa Bay clinches strength of victory 
tiebreaker over Green Bay. However, Tampa Bay also needs, in order to clinch that victory, um, the tiebreaker shrink the schedule over Green Bay. They also need the following teams to win. Tennessee, Indianapolis, Dallas, and San Francisco. They need all those teams to win. Hmm. Well, I mean, the San Francisco is yeah. not happening. So. Uh, yeah. So now, so, what, so now, what does that mean? The Redskins lose, and and the giant and the and the Packers beat the Lions. The Lions are still the sixth seed. Let's see. Washington win, and a Green Bay Detroit game does not end in a tie. It, they're in. Redskins. Washington. Yeah. yeah. A Washington tie. Or Washington loses. Yep, I'm looking. Uh, Washington tie, Green Bay loss, uh, Tampa Bay loss tie. All right, let's see here. Green Bay clinches the division, blah, blah, blah. Green Bay clinches a playoff berth with a Washington loss. Yep. Okay. A Washington tie and a Tampa Bay win, and a Green Bay clinches at least a tie streak the schedule over Tampa Bay. But then all those other teams have to have to tie or win. Seattle, Houston, Jacksonville, Philadelphia. For Green Bay not to not to get in. What what about the Lions? I'm getting there. Let's see. Detroit clinches. Uh, all right. Detroit. They they're in with a Washington loss. Just straight up. Yeah. With a Washington loss or tie, they are in. Okay. All right. Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs eleven and four. Sorry about that. No, that's all good. I, that's good. To, <sighs> that's good to know because I do want to see the Lions in the playoffs. Quite honestly. Yeah, I think they're you like you like you like you some Matthew Stafford. Well, I like me some Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven and four Chiefs at five and ten Chargers. KC a five and a half point favorite here. Chargers just you are what your record says you are. I, I've been preaching it all year that they are the best blank and blank team. And every and, time and they look, they just fall on it. They were I think they were one time. Uh, Four and six or something, and you said, "Oh, they're the best four and six team ever." And then they were five and seven. Oh, they're the best five and seven. And then they just keep losing. They're five and ten. Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done I'm on done that. With them. Yeah, and, and the Chiefs, I, I, I didn't give. The, I gave the Chiefs no credit for a long time. I am sorry publicly, Andy Reid. I am sorry. I apologize to you. Okay, Chiefs by five. I'll go Chiefs by. Uh, I'll go Chiefs by eight. Seahawks nine five and one at the 49ers two and thirteen. Jeez. Seahawks a nine and a half point favorite. Seahawks, Seahawks. yes, yeah, so I'll say Seahawks by ten. Seahawks by thirteen. All right, fair enough. Forty nine. Yeah, they do. Packers nine and six at Lions nine and six. Everybody's already got uh, already coordinated the Packers here. They're three and a half point favorite. Is the coronation going to happen? Yeah, Green Bay by two. I think this is a fun game, though. Uh, I, uh, this may be one of the few games I watch all weekend uh, because I, I think this will be fun. Uh, Lions have a good defense, and uh, I, I think this game. I think this game might go back and forth. I mean, it's why it's why NBC flexed into it. You know, uh, it's uh, it, it should be the, it should be the best game of the season. You know, they play they the thirty four twenty seven loss at Green Bay. They can play with these guys. 
But I mean, that was that was way way back earlier in the season. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been so dang hot. They won, they won five in a row, man. So hot, like it's just yeah, it's it's been silly. I you know, yeah, I got to go Packers by seven. I I just I just don't see. I know Matthew Stafford has orchestrated all these fourth quarter comebacks. But they've lost two in a row now. They've lost, they've lost two. Lost. They've lost two in a row down the stretch when everybody said everybody. Now, now, if you can't, I mean, if you can't get motivated, if you can't get your team motivated above the fray with everybody picking against you, everybody already telling you that that you're losing the division three games ago, then I don't know what to tell you, folks. Like, I mean, if it hasn't happened in these last two games, it's not happening with 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 like the world spotlight on this game. They they should have lost to the Bears. Yeah, they should have. They should have lost they to should've. the Bears at home back yeah. back uh you know early December. Uh they should have. I mean, you know, they just did they just didn't they played the Giants tough, but you should beat the Giants. You really you should beat the Giants and and you know to 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 be up to be up 21 uh I believe they were up twenty-one-seven at one point against the Cowboys. They were, and then they to, were. and then to give up, you know, thirty-five, 35 unanswered. unanswered. Yeah, Jeez. no good, no good. I just, yeah, I don't. You know what? The other thing is, I don't like Jim Caldwell as a coach. I, I just, I don't, I don't buy into Jim Caldwell as, as a motivator and 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 a and a. Well, well uh, let's let's talk about that for a minute. How, how does Terry Bradshaw? come up and, you know, and say that, you know, his guy is is just a big cheerleader. Now, now listen now. Listen now. Don't even begin to tell me that that wasn't just a little bit of home-cooking motivational skills on, on Bradshaw. You know? Come on now. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, that, yeah. there was nothing There was nothing to that beyond that. He just – he he was just trying to, trying to get in the fray and, and – and 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 get some motivation in that locker room for them to come out and, and take care of the Ravens. That's um that's all I'm chalking it up to. Yeah, but but I mean, and then you you know, Jim Caldwell. I mean, you talk about somebody who just stands around and watches. I mean, I, every time they show the guy, the guy looks like he he should be out parking cars or something. Should be somewhere else, not standing on the sideline football game. He has like this stoic face. I just I don't know I I, I don't know how he motivates men because he doesn't even motivate me to watch him when he's walking up and down the sideline. Nope, nope. So we uh, we both like Packers here, huh? Yeah, Packers. I, by I would two. really like to not like the Packers, but I just can't. I can't. Can't do it. Yep. Can't do yep. it. I, I want winners and and. Hey, it's all about advancing. You know, honestly, last week, if the Titans Jaguars game had been in the regular season. I would have picked the Jaguars, but the fact that it was in the playoffs last week, and I knew that in just our, about in our, in our playoffs, yeah, yeah, in our playoffs, I knew that just about every single person in there was going to pick the Titans. So, for me to go against it was not beneficial for me uh, in the playoffs. You know, it's just it's it's a situation now where you look at it and you're like, 
where do you where do you pick your spots? Because there's gonna be some there's gonna be some favorites falling here. Yep. And no no way there's as much red on 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 the table at the end end of the schedule this week. Just not gonna happen. But there will be some favorites to fall. So where do you pick your spots? Well, this I said it at the beginning of the show. This is the hardest week to pick of the year. Yep. Because the NFL games are meaningless. Some of the uh, some of the college uh, bowl games because these teams don't play each other. It's just, just um, too much and, of a and, toss up. And you don't you don't know who uh, who has better scouting reports. You don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of like picking those games the first two weeks of the season when everybody believes they can win and everybody's had six months to uh, scout and chart everything that they think you're going to do. And then you come out in the bowl game or you you come out in a regular season game and you don't do what they thought you were going to do and somebody will beat somebody that shouldn't beat someone because... They didn't know they were going to be in a, a three-four. They thought they were going to be in a four-three defense, or they thought they were going to be running, you know, um, more pro style. And they come out running this, or they they didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. It's you know, it's 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 the same you know thing about like we talked about. I talked about earlier. You know, when when a triple-A pitcher comes up, they're either lights out because you don't know what he's throwing, or he gets rocked. There's no middle ground. I am tired of being Clemson. In, in this damn game, Coach, I am tired of being Clemson. I am tired of of of, of showing talking. showing my skills in the regular season and, and, and talking about how good you are. And, and talk, <laughs> well, and yeah, exactly. I did it. I did it. I did it because I pulled out the victory against you. Yeah, no. And listen, that this was a scare. I'll tell you what this I, this was scary because. If I end up in that losers bracket, I didn't. I wasn't winning the losers bracket matchup, and so, so, I was. I was sweating it, and and I do not want to be in that situation again this week. I got. I. I. I'm staring down a potential matchup. I'm. I'm not looking past this week. I got. I got. Uh, I got uh, a guy from from Forbes that came in, Tommy Pruitt. Not staring past it, but boy, I don't like I don't like having Hank Johnston in the, in my bracket. Yeah. yeah, the old mayor. I saw the old mayor I got don't hot. Don't like it. Don't. I know. Like hey, it. he scares us. That's for sure. Don't like it. And then you got, and then you got you got Steve Olivier, another Forbes guy who who had a had a hell of a week. And, yeah. And uh, boy, uh, he, he, he 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 all season. This Olivier guy is knowing how to pick uh, pick the NFL. He's well. He's that, that's my problem. Is yeah. I got I got Olivia, and I got Pinkham sitting down there, and that, then I that's that's my I, sister. That's my sister now. Yeah, and then I got Alan Arsenault waiting two rounds from now. I know, right? And and, and then if I and, look if if I fall down, I got to go down and play Gillender. Yeah, I mean this this is. It's nasty. It's it's, it's, nasty, it's when things bro. get it's nasty. nasty. It's it's when get, things get nasty. If I get by this week and I'm still in the winner's bracket, I will breathe a sigh of relief. Well, it's it's been a whole lot of fun this season in, in Picks Poppy Lie. Uh listen, it's too late for you to get in the game. You're always welcome to make the picks alongside us at PicksPopuliSports.com. You can pick your bracket at PicksPopuliSports.com. Follow the playoffs, follow our picks at 
Picks Populi Sports on uh, on on the Twitter. Um, and listen, if if you're out, as I, as I told people, the 32 that fell last week, we are going to be doing this for March Madness. We will we're going to keep doing this through through basketball and NHL and and like it. But we will uh, in terms of the game. We will. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna bring it back for March Madness strong. We're gonna. We're yep. gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna come out strong with March Madness this year. Uh, so, your chance to get back in the game. Follow us. Follow our playoffs. Follow our picks at PicksPopulaSports.com. Follow us here on Blog Talk Radio throughout the the NFL playoffs. Throughout the the rest of the bowl season. The the national championship game. Uh, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and listen. Uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, had yes. some tech, had some technical difficulties that got the show up late last week. Uh, just about, uh, almost the show just about got an eat, got, <laughs> got got eaten by the internet. But and it was uh, such a good show too. I was I was so excited you were able to recover it. We had some fun, and uh, so. Even though the show wasn't up till later, it's a good, it's a good listen. All right, coach, that's it. Go, go, uh, go. Have a rest of uh, a good downtime with the family, and yes. uh, happy New Year to you. Hope happy you, New hope Year you to all, a, all our listeners. Hope you had a great Christmas. Sounds like I did. you did. We did. Yes. Did you get? Did you get what you wanted? I, I I got what I wanted. I got I got love and peace. There it is. And I, and I got I got family time and uh, yeah, it, it was it's good. I got to spend some time with all of my people. The only the only person missing was you and your family. I hear you. I had uh, I had my family uh, first time first time ever in my home at Christmas. Love uh, it. A lot of tears flowing because it was a it was it was a very joyous day, and. Uh, Hope you have a great, uh, great New Year's Eve. We will talk to you in 2017 here on Picks Populi Radio. Have a great week, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.